2, book of Luke. Those are both very, very long chapters. We're not going to be reading the whole chapters, by the way, so just to give you a little heads up. We'll start reading in verse 26. We are on the hills now of our Christmas season, and I want us just to follow this on now as we uh, approach the new year. It was now in the sixth month, the angel of Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign forever over the house of Jacob and his kingdom will have no end. Now over to chapter 2 and the seven verses, first seven verses. Now it came about in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all were proceeding to register for the census, everyone to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. And it came about that while they were there, the days were completed for her to uh, give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, And she wrapped him in clothes, swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. And then over to verse 19. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. So I want to talk today about Mary's Christmas ponderings. Christmas ponderings. I think there's something about this time of year that causes all of us to think a little bit about things perhaps we've not thought about or had time to think about much of the year. We have concentrated time. Many of us have time off. And we're having family together. And we're we're, uh, uh, sort of having a time in our life in a place where we can think about our whole life beginning and end. And so Mary was pondering this matter about about Jesus. She began to ponder, of course, when the angel first came, it says she began to think in her heart. She was troubled and pondering. Some of us have dealt with some troubles this year. And we have pondered on those troubles. They've taken up a lot of our energy. Maybe we've worried. Maybe we've uh, been grieving or we're just uncertain, we're, we're not sure, we don't have confidence. There's pondering sometimes in times of when our hearts are troubled. 
The second notion here of Mary is in verse 19. The baby has been born successfully. That's a great day, isn't it, Bill? Yeah. Not that Bill knows firsthand anything, but it's his son, daughter, daughter-in-law. That's the one, yeah. Thinking about these things, and it's a happy thought. My grandpa used to say when he would see a new baby, he would say, I wonder what they are going to be, or he or she is going to be. It's all out in front. And so uh, we have this story here of the birth of our Lord and his mother. And, of course, Mary was to be a great part, not only of Jesus' beginnings, but his whole life. She was around about, and even afterwards. And so she was chosen to be the mother of him that God would send to be the Savior of the world. So she's got quite a bit of thinking to do, doesn't she? Am I able to do this? What will be required of us as parents? Those are questions, too, that... Or we deal with when we have our children. So can you imagine her thoughts? The extraordinary happenings already. This angel bearing this message from God that would, she would bear the Messiah. And Messiah was on everyone's lips in those days and minds. They were very conscious. There was such a consciousness among the Jews about the coming of the Messiah. And here she is, Mary going to be the mother of the Messiah. And of course she was a virgin and that she would have this child of God's own spirit. Her cousin Elizabeth had already had a miraculous pre- uh, pregnancy, you might say. She was well past childbearing age. And that which seemed impossible was possible with God. The Bible tells us enough to know that Mary thought over and over again about this matter of being the mother of Jesus and of Jesus. Ponder means to consider, to, con- uh, to contemplate, to reflect, to do some deep thinking. Have you had that on your heart these past many days and weeks? And so it's a testimony to us that after Jesus died and was resurrected and ascended, among those who were believers... Of Jesus Christ, among those disciples, was Mary. And she who would know him best, she knew him from the beginning and all through his childhood and teenage years and all through his life. 33, he he died on the cross. And a lot of that time she was pretty confused about what all this meant. But there she was, we can read in Acts 1.14, she's listed as among the believers of the brand new church that would form. So you think about Mary's Christmases. This would be the birthday of, of uh, Jesus. And how she pondered in those years, contemplated, and was part of that early church. And it was beginning to grow and bear witness to Jesus. And she could remember his birthday. We don't know exactly what day his birthday was on. We don't know, really. It's been set aside as December 25th. But she knew his birthday. And I'm sure she thought about him the rest of her life. 
and reflected and recalled. She recalled the stories of his birth, obviously. That's where the gospel writers got those stories, were no doubt from Mary. And that Jesus was born in a place far away from his hometown of Nazareth and Galilee. And because of that special taxing that came along, you know, taxing sure are inconvenient, aren't they? Well, just imagine if you had to pull up, you know, hearth and home and travel 70 miles down toward Spartanburg (laughs) or Knoxville. She had to travel to Bethlehem and there were the ancestors' home place. This is where David was from. And so Joseph, being of the line of David, this is where he had to go. And so here's this little village, and it's not a tourist town as it has become, certainly a tourist town. Not had a good year this year, but always full of Christmas tourists, certainly not then. She recalled going into that little town and trying to find a place, she and Joseph, to have this baby. And finally were led to a stable, to a place where animals were kept, and that was it. And the years that followed Jesus' death, when the church went forth to declare Jesus the King of the universe, the Son of God, she remembered, I laid him in a manger, in a stable. Now Mary was, I'm sure, a good mother, and she had ambitions for her children, her sons, and she did have other sons we know of, and no doubt daughters, and she guarded over Jesus, she was protective of Jesus. You remember that story when Jesus was about 12, and he just disappeared on them? They'd been down to Jerusalem, and it was a festival time, and Jesus just kind of disappeared from them. And as far as they were concerned, he was lost and they were very anxious. They'd got out on the road even. Maybe Joseph and Mary finally got up together on the road heading back to Nazareth and looked in the back seat of whatever they were driving. Normally Jesus would be sleeping back there and he wasn't there. So they hauled back to Jerusalem and they found him in the temple. He said, being about his father's business. That was strange. It was scary strange to Mary. So she looked back and she remembered alarming things that happened to Jesus. Things that were uh, not, uh, not regular. Uh, she may have had a thought that, yes, Jesus would grow to be a great leader. And a great, perhaps the king of Israel. That's what he was, she was told, that he would reign as king. And so as things went along, that didn't happen, did it? Our best laid plans that we think for ourselves and for our children often go off in other directions than what we would ever think. And she saw that he certainly was not headed for a palace. Everywhere he went, there were people dogging at his heels, threatening people.
How many Christmases did Mary spend in her older years thinking back to the cross and realizing that she had watched her son die on the cross? She was there. A mother was there. And he died on the cross. She she could think to herself, I saw my son die. Tragedy on tragedy. To bury a child has to be one of the hardest things. There are some in our church family who've experienced that. It's one of the most difficult matters. And she would say to herself, gone but not forgotten, not forgotten. And then on that Sunday, after his death, something happened that surpassed her wildest dreams. She has understood and has seen that he's alive. He's living. He's resurrected from the dead. I mean, can you imagine what she must have felt? And that not only was... He to be her Savior, but the Savior of the world. The Savior of the world. There's a little poem that goes like this. At the cross, her station keeping, stood the mournful mother weeping, close to Jesus to the last. Through her heart, his sorrow sharing, all his bitter anguish bearing, now at length the sword has passed. And so... She looked back with pain and sorrow, but she looked forward now with hope, didn't she? Hope and love. Because she had hope, she could keep on loving and keeping on being a part of the family of God. And so Mary, I think, reminds us And I think this time of year is a good reminder that it's a time to think back. It's a time to think deeply. It's a time to reflect on our lives. It's a time to take account of things that are happening in our lives. It's a time to, uh, as, as Vic was praying, it's a time to recommit ourselves. We might look back with some sorrow over this past year, but we've got reason to look forward with hope and joy. God was doing something in Mary's life, even greater than bearing the child of God to have her sins forgiven, to have a hope in her heart for heaven. That's the greatest gift you could ever have. And so we've been given that gift too. And Jesus, uh, of course, when he faced the, the cross, he was very aware of the cross all the way through his life. The shadow of the cross hung over his life. He knew the day was coming. He knew he'd be crucified. He knew that he would suffer. But he put his faith also in the power of the divine, in God's power. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. 
and for this insight, Lord, into Mary's life. We know that God, in many ways, her life was much like our life. She had full of care and concern. She had the joy, many of the joys, but also, Lord, heartaches. But she kept her faith in God. And she found her faith strengthened, Lord, through the death of Jesus on the cross and his resurrection from the grave. So, Lord, as we approach a new year and as we soon partake of this Lord's Supper, I pray it will be a time for us to think about our lives, to examine our heart, to realize those places in our life where we have gone wrong, where we have done wrong, things in our life that just are not pleasing to, to you and not healthy for us or for our families. And Lord, to take a time today here at the end of this year to repent, to Lord turn from our sins, and Lord, I ask you to forgive us our sins and give us, Lord, that hope and that love and that joy as we face a new year with its challenges and its opportunities. We love you now and we thank you for the shed blood of Jesus. For it's in his name we can pray and trust and hope and love and live. Amen. I'll ask my uh, deacons to come down who are going to be serving the Lord's Supper now and join with us. And uh, we invite you, if you're a Christian, we invite you today to participate in the Lord's Supper, to uh, uh, share in this today. So um, as the Lord would lead us and bless us today uh, during the Lord's Supper time.